0: This is Henry Ball. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Minnesota Vikings. All the good things about the games, but a lot more bad. All this and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all?
1: Yo, 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 what's happening? Man, that game sucked! <laughs> uh,
0: you can say that again.
1: That game sucked! Uh, you yep. can say that again. <laughs> let's no. see. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: Let's find a good place to start here. Let's find a good place to start about the game. First of all, um, let's start on the first play, the things that sucked. Okay, the kick was, uh, short made it to about the 10-yard line, which, uh, you guys there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it sounded like someone hung up or something. The kick was short, yeah, which we yeah, we've, we've that talked that. about all pre- or all during the winter and spring months how we needed to upgrade our kicking department, and we were worried about it. We, <sighs> wanted, we wanted them to draft a kicker, at least in the later rounds, which they did not. And so then they, they put... The, with a few kickers. yeah. So then the punter came in to, uh, kick, uh, you know, we were like, alright, whatever. And, um kicked it to about the 10 or 12 yard line. And, on that very same play, Princess Prelude was injured and he's now out for the year. So that's the way the game started. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, um,
1: Prelude, Princess, Pearson, dude's got a Tor ACL. So we saw today on, a uh, online that, uh, but they pick up, they re-signed Curry Burns to uh to bolster the defensive backs. So, right. hey, you know, our troubles are over, dude.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. They also signed a tight end because apparently Foria is hurt. Is that correct? This
1: Foria is hurt? Yeah, he, apparently he got a big cut in his leg. But they said he's going to be able to play. But, and, you know, I don't think any of us have been very impressed with this play yet from the offseason and in the first game. Uh-uh. Not really. Yeah. Not really. But, but yeah. I'll tell you, man, Princess Prelude, I mean, when he got, when he got, when he knocked his knees together or whatever it was he did, he, uh, man, when he got off, off the field and they were helping him walk off and he had that uh, splint on, dude, the look on his face, Aaron, I know you couldn't see it because you were up in the stands, but on the TV, man, he just had that look like, I'm done. He just had yeah. to, that I'm finished, it's over, look.
0: Dude, I couldn't yeah. even see who was injured. I had to call John and be like, dude, who's injured Yeah, from where I was with all those dudes like hovering over him. Couldn't see his yeah. number. But anyway, um, I also apparently missed out on a, a big happening. John said that the great football fan and his wife, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes were there.
1: front row, of the Danny Foxy, he, he was sitting there lounging next, door to, or next to the uh, the Danny. They had the dude seat in between them. And um, on the other side of Tom Cruise was uh, his wife or whatever it is. I don't, I, I don't really keep up on that stuff, but I've, I've heard news snippets that they're married but they're not really married, but they're only Scientology married. I don't know, but she looked like she would rather be watching Pay Peel. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it doesn't really matter. I mean <laughs> at first I was like, Why are they there? Oh yeah, that new relationship with uh with uh Tom Cruise getting his money from the Dan. Right. Um, yeah, it took me a second too. I was like, Why <laughs> why? Oh. Uh, and then on the broadcast booth, I don't know if you saw it but like Jamie Foxx, he he came into the uh broadcast booth with uh with uh Joe Theismann and Kornheiser and all those guys and uh was talking to him. He's like he's like, Man, I can't even see when I'm over there in that booth because Tom and his crew they got the whole front row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. they are. Uh, I' talking about the guys in the booth. I think Kornheiser and Theisman and uh, Mike Tirico are going to be a great, a, a great, great group. Yeah, um, they seem very I like even keeled, you know. Yeah, and you know, there's enough disagreements there between Theisman and Kornheiser without them being jerks to each other like Dennis Miller and Dan Fouts, and you know, it's it's no one trying to. Act super cool. It's people out there wanting to watch the game and talk about football. Even theisman's like been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Unlike so, Larry, that group, I, I think they're going to be the best crew to do Monday Night Football in a long time. Um, and I saw an interesting stat while watching the game as well that uh, Joe Gibbs is o and I guess o and
0: six now in opening the season on Monday Night Football. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's i heard He's it.
1: never won an opening Monday Night game. Not to open the season. Not to open the season. So let's talk more about that game, guys.
0: Okay. Here's my question. Do,
1: do we have to?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do, because we've got a, a lot of questions that I would like answered. First and foremost is, why did they run, like, what, four, 16 times during the whole game? 18? Whatever it was. Yeah.
1: Something like that.
0: And two of those were and, from, um, running, from a receiver. And my other question thought, that goes in hand-in-hand with that was, why... When they were down by the end zone, did they not give it to big old TJ Duckett or Mike Sellers?
1: Yeah, where was Duckett? I never that's, saw Duckett. That's what I kept saying. I Hold kept on. saying I kept saying, Man, I can't wait to see T J Duckett. When are they gonna put Duckett in there? Where's Duckett? Yeah, when when it got down to the goal line I was like, sweet, time for the heavy jumbo package, just like in the old days and, and where to it go? It never showed yeah. up. Maybe they're yeah, uh, you know, maybe they're only on like page 30. maybe he's only learned like up to page thirty of the seven hundred page book. So he, he hasn't gotten to that extra heavy jumbo package yet.
0: I know man, after That's like, after like the second or third time that they were down there and didn't get a touchdown, I was like shouting out in the crowd, I was like, alright, time to turn to page two of that 700 page playbook. They ran the wide receiver screen like three times, <laughs> exactly the same. I mean, I don't know, where's his playbook? If it's so huge, why are they running the same place?
1: Over and over again. I guess he was trying to go with the philosophy of of use it until it doesn't work anymore. But then he just kept using it. You know, that said, like when I called John, like in the first quarter or maybe the second quarter, I was like, dude, we didn't see any of these plays in the preseason. I mean, I think oh, yeah. I think they must have ran like five or six plays in the preseason, and everything that we saw, I, I just don't remember seeing anything that looked like any of that stuff. No. Yeah, I didn't yeah they call did. New stuff. Yeah, it's like, you know, everyone was alluding to. And it was so new to the Redskins because they never used any of it in preseason. You know, I mean, you could have let a few pages from the 700-page playbook leak just so they get some more continuity on the first-team offense and and learn how to play against the first-team defense other than their own. And you could tell. There was a lot of stutters and stops and starts. But there was some good stuff, too. Santana Moss was pulling them in, definitely. Um, Randall L., if he can play that way every game, I mean, he's definitely going to be worth the pickup. Because he he's going to be the man. On, man. He's going to
0: be the man on the returns. I think. Dude, he almost broke that one where he cut all the way back across the field. I was getting pumped. I was like, "Go,
1: dude, go!" Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, where was Chris Cooley?
0: He caught one pass, I think. Yeah,
1: they threw to him like one time. Yeah, they didn't throw. I don't think they threw him any other times than that. Yeah, Um, uh, sucks being me in the fantasy league. Well,
0: dude, did you guys? well, yeah. (laughs) Did you guys? Yeah, well, that goes (laughs) without saying.
1: (laughs) Don't worry, Josh. (laughs) You still have like. Josh and I were playing each other this this last week in the uh, opening round, and I got really lucky because my quarterback was Jake Plummer, and he got me like negative six points. (laughs) But I managed to squeak out a victory.
0: I, managed I like to, the Redskins. I managed to squeak out a victory. Hey, final
1: score of that, John.
0: <laughs> I managed to squeak out a victory over a cowboy hater, somehow. My, my score was, like, lower than half the people that lost their games. Yeah, I had the lowest score of all the winning teams, of all six winning teams. But anyway. It was before, but anyway. Um,
1: yeah, the offense, I mean, they showed some signs of, of, of life and some really good stuff, and I think they're going to get better. But man, they need to run the ball more. I know. It was good. It was good to see Portis in there, though, and running. And he had that little brace thing on that he was wearing, but he didn't really. He didn't seem affected by anything.
0: Hold on, dudes. Hold on, dudes. Who was playing? Clinton Portis. Oh. Oh yeah. That. that, Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Who? who, What did? What did I say on the league and on the forums? That no one was listening to me.
1: (laughs) Stop reporting (laughs) that he's not going to play. Um, and, I think it was quote dudes don't worry Clinton Florida, Portis is going to play right
0: sure as I will win made, my sure, sure right. as I will win my fantasy game and the Redskins will beat the Vikings <laughs> well I got two out of three on that little prediction there anyway yeah Clinton now, Portis
1: people that played uh, didn't really seem to show up and do anything Brandon Lloyd I, I know I on a uh, questionable, questionable possible pass interference yeah um um, I kept expecting a big splash out a great catch.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was huge.
1: I just kept expecting a big play out of Brandon Lloyd. I mean, I kept expecting, you know. Alright, they've gone to Moss. They've gone to Moss. Here comes Brandon Lloyd. Here's the big one right here with, with him. It just never happened. Well, dude, they didn't yeah, throw
0: down the field. Thing. They kept setting up in these four wide receiver sets and then throwing like these little passes. They maybe threw down the field once, twice. That one to Randall. A lot of
1: that was because the pressure from the defense, surprisingly, there was pressure from the defense because they didn't have that extra guy back there to block. Right. And, you know, Mark Brunel was like,
0: Oh, I'm old, I'm throwing it. That's because and, they were yeah, like, you were talking about this on the phone earlier with me about
1: uh Brunel was dumping it off way too early and not checking all his uh options. Right. Dude, there dumping was, it was off one too early time and throwing it away too early. Right. There
0: was one time when I was watching and Chris Cooley was, like, in the middle of the field, like 20, 25 yards down the field, just standing there with no one around him, and Brunel, like, threw it away. Yeah. It was like he didn't feel like being touched or something.
1: You know what it did look like, though, in a lot of those times? It, it looked like it was definitely really a choreographed play. You know, like, it, like count his footwork, one, two, turn, pass, and the ball's going to be there right where the receiver is. I mean, a couple of those times, that's what it looked like because it was so quick. You know, it was like he wasn't taking any time. It seems almost like that that was just so choreographed.
0: Well, here's what the people were saying leaving the stadium. We paid how many millions of dollars for these receivers? Send them down the field. <laughs> yeah. What is this like? <laughs> you got that right. What are these like Send little two-yard, two-yard pass plays and stuff with four receivers and... And what was up with that one right at the end where, where Randall L. went like three yards when they needed four or whatever it was and didn't get the first? We were all like, yeah, man, yeah, because from where we saw, all we saw was that he caught the pass, and surely in this he situation. right at the, at the marker. Oh, and they didn't give it to him? But
1: it, looked, they didn't get, it was it was questionable as to whether he should have gotten it or not. It was it was pretty questionable. You know, all, all, Could, all, gone either way. all of this said, I mean, the game in itself was a pretty evenly balanced game, though, which in a lot of ways is kind of kind of concerning. Uh, kind of makes me a little concerned about what's to come. You know what I mean? Well, it didn't. It doesn't concern me as much as I thought it would, just because, like I was saying before, you know, the uh, it's the first full game that they've run Alfonso's offense for four quarters. Right. And they've. They got to get better because look at what Kansas City could do. Mm -hmm. Grant Green and Priest Holmes and a bunch of a bunch of middle to lower, like second to third team uh, receivers. I mean, what
0: kind of receivers have they had in Kansas City other than Tony Gonzalez? Right. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, seriously. Do you think a lot of the fact that they didn't run like as much as we would have liked, at least twenty times a game, or preferably twenty five? Is because Clinton Portis was injured and they were trying to throw it more?
1: Well, they've got other options. I mean, Betts had some good awesome, runs. Yeah. You know, Betts had some good runs. I mean, he had that one run down the sideline that was awesome to where he broke and ran, you know? Yeah, I think it was about a 25-yard run. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he had, he had some good runs. He had three... Um, how many rushes did he have? He had um um blah, 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 eight. I well. well, was eight for twenty-two. But he had he had uh, I don't know. I don't think it was. It, I wasn't as impressed with that as well. But then again, like I said, I think it was the first game. They didn't they didn't use the the preseason games enough as far as the offense is concerned. Um, but, but maybe they did kind of hold back because of Clinton Portis. I'm thinking it's more like uh, you know, Al Founders is just a little bit more pass oriented, especially with all three really good wide receivers that he's never had before, so he's probably just like, throw the ball, throw the ball. Well throw the well ball, again. Throw the ball. Again then. Send him down the field. Yeah, you got that right. And you know, another thing, of course, using use the run to open up the pass, and I don't think he utilized the run at all. As far as that is concerned. Speaking Mm. of sending sending them down the field, I mean, uh, how did you guys feel about old Fred Smoot, uh, former Redskins? What did you guys think about his performance?
0: I guess it was pretty good because they didn't really get anything down the field. Yeah. All I remember is that one catch where Randall L. went out of bounds and came back in. Right. And I don't even know if that was on Fred Smoot because I wasn't really watching Smoot, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was pretty much on Santana Moss the whole night, wasn't he?
1: I think he I really don't know. I, I really wasn't following Smoot that much either. Yeah, I, I mean, I kept seeing him a bunch, but it was like, I, you know, I don't really realize who he was covering or whatever. Um, I guess, I, do, I just wondered if there was any sort of feeling at the stadium Aaron, as far as uh, anybody uh, saying anything about
0: Smoot. I think It'll people, in no, back in the house. I think people, I mean, it was non-existent as far as. Right. I, consen- or, I didn't kind of know what, what I thought it would be
1: like, too. Because, you know, people were kind of trying to hype that up since he played for the Redskins a couple of years ago. But, right. No one yeah, can. There just wasn't any kind of... That was before he went on his Viking sex cruise. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's move on to the kicking game. <laughs> Do okay. we have to?
0: Okay, I'll tell you what happened <laughs> with the kicking game. It started off horrible with Derek Frost. And then I yelled something like, cut, like you would have done. And then after that, it was like he heard me and started kicking. Well, he got the you know, kickoff off.
1: punt and his, his first one or two uh, kickoffs that just sucked. It was suddenly like the Derek Frost busted out and gained some confidence, and he was good for the rest of the game. He was very solid. Now John Hall and those those sideways flopping extra point lame ducks and extra point and uh, field goals that he was kicking that were only like twenty two or twenty seven yards or whatever. You know, just watching that just made you cringe because it just brought back memories of not only the last two years, but all the crappy kickers we've had for the last 20 years.
0: Mm, Dude, those kicks were so low, too. I was surprised. At least they looked low from where I was sitting. I was surprised they even got up, you know, over the line. Right. You know, he doesn't look any better than he did last year, before and after he was injured. He doesn't look any better. Like you're saying, Aaron, he had the low kicks, which he's always done.
1: They'll start turning sideways and flopping around and everything. I mean... I mean, was there anyone that thought he was actually going to make that field
0: well at the end of the game? No, I mean, where I was sitting, I was yelling. I was like, go for it. Because I thought they may have had time to go for it, spike it, and then throw one or whatever. Maybe they didn't with 12 seconds. But I was like, what are you doing? I was like, I actually said, this is a North Turner call. And the whole stadium was looking at me <laughs> like, what? But some guys were up but there now, like, wasn't it? some people were up there like quiet he still has a chance to make it and other ones were like me were just shaking their head and like well let's just go it, it was kind of reminiscent yeah. of that Redskins Giants game that we went to a few years ago
1: north Turner's last game yeah yeah but we're, we're, he' standing the wrong kicker to kick the long field goal And we were just like what are you doing and of course the kick fell short
0: all i can <laughs> say is um about the kicking game we told you we told you get into as of this podcast,
1: they have not brought in any other kickers and Joe Gibbs is at least publicly all about John Hall and saying he has the utmost confidence in him because of course you gotta say that if they don't feel like they have any other options. Um, as far as I know, Nick Novak didn't get picked up by anybody. He did pretty good last year in a Redskins uniform. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. Let's move on to the defense.
0: Oh do we man. have to What defense?
1: Oh man oh we so have to because the part I'm, I'm waiting that's, really that's what explain. I was about to say I was going to say I've been waiting for this man we do. We still got major problems up the middle oh, oh man we got did, did Andre Carter play don't know did anyone see Andre Carter play I don't remember seeing him I'm not sure if he did I mean he was in there but did anyone see him play I don't know. I I, I watch, tried to watch him a couple times to see if he was getting double teamed, and I didn't really see that happening. Um, you know, our our kind of blue collar dudes from last year, Demetric Evans, showed up, mm-hmm. up with a sack, I believe. Um,
0: uh, you know, who else who else? Uh, didn't someone else have a sack from that from the uh, D line? I don't think so. Maybe not. I think there was only one, if but, that. Dude, there was like holes everywhere, and what? And where was all this like blitzing and crap that Greg Williams supposedly exotic blitzing and all this? I was yelling this out during the game too. I was like, "What? Get some pressure on the quarterback. He didn't get any pressure the whole game, except for maybe that once."
1: It it looked like it looked like old Mike Nolan and his, his rush in his front four. He wasn't sending safeties. He wasn't sending corners. And you know, I wish he'd send the corners because you know they might have had a better chance of sacking the quarterback than covering. Well, I that's know. that's what I was it saying. Was, oh man, Carlos Rogers! What was that? What is, the heck is up with him?
0: Dude, he got burned.
1: I thought he was Deion Sanders out there. Troy Williamson drops a sure touchdown pass. Carlos Rogers is totally burned. Totally burned on the play. Doesn't even make a play on the ball. Troy Williamson Williamson drops the ball. Right. Carlos Rogers gets up and dances like he did something.
0: Dude, who was oh, cut? Co- he
1: was burnt burning for joy because he wasn't going to have to, you know, do a whole bunch of more stuff in practice to make up for that touchdown.
0: John, oh, who man. was who was covering for I mean,
1: everyone had bad games, but he got he got victimized the worst dude he was supposed to be the number one guy out there. He got burnt a bunch. I was very surprised to see how much he was actually getting burnt. Yeah. I mean, Rumpf got burnt on one play. Right. But then after that, they didn't really seem to test him too much. Yeah. But part of the problem also was the safeties. Taylor, especially Archuleta, were standing there like deer in the headlights. Like, like Taylor got better once they were giving him more range, but Archuleta looked like a lost child in yeah. the secondary. He didn't well, know what was going on. It was almost oh, It was yeah. like what was up. It was almost like Greg Williams threw a whole bunch of new stuff at them that they had never seen before or something. I mean, it, it, they just did not seem like they were... Even compared to in the preseason, which you know, obviously we didn't win any preseason games, but it, it, they just did not seem like they They, had a clue as to what was going on. You
0: know what, man? Yeah, Aaron. Who was first of all? Question. I need. I tried. I want to butt in here. Who was covering on that first touchdown? Was that Carlos or someone else? Nobody. Well, who was supposed to be there? (laughs) Do you know who it was?
1: I think the question is who was supposed to be covering?
0: Because they were five yards beat. They were beat by On that one was
1: Mike. Mike Ruff, I think. I think it was Ruff. I think. Because I got confused because he's wearing number twenty-nine. I was like, who is that?
0: I got to tell, tell sure you, though, I got to tell you the sentiment of the fans, at least in the section where I was sitting, like for the defense. Like, when it was getting like into the second third quarter like every play the fans are like yelling their heads off and the players are like pumping their arms and then they give up a 12-yard pass and the fans are yeah. there was some guy up in my section he's like we're bringing it why don't you he's like what else do you want <laughs> us to do instead of pumping your hands up why don't you watch and see what the play is gonna be and cover someone I don't know why. it was getting ridiculous and, it was- you know and the, the, the
1: questionable calls there was the the I think it was a a personal foul on Marcus Washington that was really questionable.
0: Oh, that's the one no Taylor. He did grab a face
1: mask on one, but the other one to hit near out of bounds, that was that was really questionable.
0: Dude, that Marcus Washington was a it wasn't um personal foul, it was I mean it was uh defensive holding. And they called it like twenty minutes after the play was over.
1: Oh, that's right. It was way, way Way late late. The flag was way late.
0: And the fans were like, What?
1: Yeah, it was almost yeah. like the. It was almost like the rest were like, "Hey, wait a minute! I think I might have seen something in that last play." Hey, don't, don't I have a yellow? Yeah, they're like, "Don't I have a yellow flag hanging on my pocket here somewhere?" Uh, yeah, here's one. Let me throw it.
0: I mean, you can talk yeah,
1: they, uh, about. It was almost like the players were already lining up for the next play, and everyone was like, "Oh, wait, what?" I know. It was like that. It was that late.
0: I know. I got to tell you though, dudes. Um, We. That could have been a lot worse. Did you see how many penalties the Vikings had in the first half? We got saved a lot. So we can't be like, we lost because of our penalties. Because they had more. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. I think the penalties really offset each other for the most
0: part. Well, in the first half, they were all going to the Redskins way. Like every single one. But, I mean, I think there was only one penalty in the first half. And you know who that was? The Dockery Report. Dockery got called for a false start. But I got to come to his defense. I
1: made a note of this in my brain when I was watching the game because it was not Dockery's fault. It was Casey Raybock. Oh, really? Because everyone moved except for the
0: center, including the tight end. Every single lineman moved except for
1: the center. Like the center was the one... Who didn't know His own snap count
0: (laughs) Okay okay Then we can't (laughs) You
1: held on a run Raybach. You held on a run Speaking of I I really I I knew you were Going to bring that one up And I was like Dude that was so not Dockery's fault They just like Picked the biggest guy Because They saw him first
0: Speaking of dude One of the Every
1: single player Including the tight end Moved on that play Except for the center that was just ridiculous.
0: One of the Vikings <laughs> moved on, or held on a I'm gonna run. going
1: to bring that image back from last year? Dude, you held on a run.
0: One of the Vikings <laughs> held on a run, dude. I mean, and someone was up in the stands, I think it was your friend Josh and he was like, "Why would you hold on a run?" <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: It was funny. Anyway, um all right, let's get on to the uh kicks. <laughs>
1: uh-huh everybody that we just mentioned I kick them yeah yeah I'm, I'd like to mention my kick first because I've already named it on the site the night at, or the uh, after the game when I posted on uh, on the website yeah. uh, my kick definitely goes to John Hall uh, like you said Aaron we told you mm. we told give you give me a break we told you my kick definitely goes to John Hall and, and there's a lot of candidates out there so have at it fellas <laughs>
0: Josh? Well, well,
1: my kick then, in response to that, um, my kick goes to whoever's decision it was not to look any further for any kickers. And, you know, I don't want to kick Joe Gibbs, but, you know, whoever's got to be kicked for that, come on. I mean, we've been saying it. Everybody knows it, that we don't have any kicking ability. I mean, that, you know, we're real slim in that department and inconsistent. We need to get a kicker. And whoever's decision it was to, you know, just stop looking, stop shopping. Dude, it's time to, like, pull out the credit cards and go shopping again. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um, well, my kick is... do you think, I, Aaron? I have a hard time deciding, so I'm just going to go ahead and give out two kicks since, um, you know, we don't have rules about it. <laughs> my first kick is going to go to the defensive coordinator, Greg Williams. Mr. Fancy, my defense is exotic. And I've sending them blitzes from everywhere, yet I can't touch the quarterback in a game against the Vikings. Not, he didn't even send hardly any blitzes. Not considered one of the greatest teams in the league. Um, I can hold them on first and second down, but on third and 15, go ahead and get the first down. That's cool. As long as my guys pump their arms in the air beforehand, like they're the best defense ever. And we're going to pump up the crowd. <laughs> as long as they can pump up the crowd, that's all that matters. And my other one... Yeah is going to go to Al Saunders, Mr. 700 page with all of them ripped out except for page 17 because he's running the same place. I did not want to see another receiver run the ball when our running backs got it 15 times or whatever, and I did not want to see that wide receiver screen again. It worked twice, and that was about it. That third time they ran it, they just totally destroyed it.
1: Yeah, I, like, I wrote a 700-page playbook, and the Redskins paid me two million dollars to bring it with me.
0: And sit on. I don't
1: know how to run the damn ball.
0: Yeah, which brings me to actually, Suzanne thought about this. Um, she was saying, uh, "You guys should come up with an equation for winning. The Harry Hogg Equation is what she said we should call it. And the first one wife, by the way. is they got to run the ball at least 20 times, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe get one turnover at least on defense. Yeah, that's that's something we forgot to bring up. You know, the ball the the defense did put the ball on the turf a couple times,
1: but they didn't they didn't recover it. Very reminiscent of last year. I think they got to run the ball, run the ball twenty times, and at least get one hundred and thirty yards on the ground.
0: And (laughs) another uh, thing is,
1: you got to get at least one turnover. And special teams has got to stop giving up these. Special teams just need to show up. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we're running a little long. They just got to show up.
0: Yep. Another, one more thought about yep. that equation thing that we were talking about, and we can expand on this over the next few weeks. But when was the last time the Redskins lost a game when they had scored over 21 points?
1: I don't know. Is
0: that Aaron's trivia this know. week? could <laughs> <Aaron's laughs> be. <trivia>. Speaking <laughs> of, dudes. That's a good question. Well, think on that while we go into Tom's trivia here. Um, you know, because uh, why not? I hear the music. Do you guys hear the music? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's oh, Tom's dirty. trivia. I got to apologize to Tom. I didn't find him at the game. I forgot to bring his, like, seat numbers with me. And uh, anyway, we'll catch up with him. But anyway, here's the question from last week where we did gave the personal challenge to Danny. Well, I must say, first of all, i have to thank danny and his family i hung out with them on uh what night was that sunday he uh hooked me up with a parking pass which saved me a lot of uh effort trying to get to the stadium from our hotel and uh appreciate it danny and uh um it was cool hanging out with you guys and um yeah so uh thanks for the pass and he he, he told us about a good lot it was uh A red pass and it was that lot five. Now that I say this, it's going to be completely full. (laughs) It's it's like that little teeny lot. Um, and it's kind of off to itself a little bit, but it's got like all these grass medians. So if you park in there, you have tons of spaces like tailgate and whatnot. Pretty sweet. Anyway, thanks for the tip. Thanks for the parking pass. And now on to Tom's trivia. And the question from last week was, when was the last time the Redskins defeated an AFC team? The answer was sent in by, first by, not Danny, sorry dude, you missed it this week. And Brent, you missed it too. But the answer was sent in by Speed Racer.
1: What? Speed Racer, a new one.
0: A new one. And um, Sweet. The answer was, the last time the Redskins beat the AFC team was in 2003, week four, against the New England Patriots, 20-17. And the follow-up question was, the last team of Gibbs... Um, coach team beat an AFC team. And this was the tricky part, um, especially for the younger listeners. And that was 1992 Week 10 against the Seattle Seahawks, 16-3, when the Seahawks were still in the AFC. Wow, back when
1: they were in, they were in the AFC. That's a good one. That is a good one.
0: So, congratulations to Speed Racer, who wins absolutely, absolutely nothing. And moving on to Tom's Trivia for this week, because we are running long i'm gonna have to start talking fast like that micro machines man or whatever that thing is week's <laughs> trivia this
1: week's Tom trivia Tom
0: trivia here's Tom trivia for this week please send in the answer to redskins fan at h-a-r-r-y hog football.com i said it for john
1: thank
0: you okay hey <laughs> uh here's the question this involves a game about 15 years ago he doesn't remember the year the skins were playing at chicago john madden and pat summerall were calling the game madden noticed a tendency and wide receiver Gary Clark's actions pre-snap that would indicate whether the play was going to be a run or a pass. What was that tendency? So there's the question, folks. Send it in to Redskins Fan and, and if you're having problems with your septic tank, try. <laughs> Riddapoo,
1: that's Riddapoo, R-I-D-A-Poo. How appropriate oh, after this first game?
0: Yeah, that's right. So anyway, when was, of, um, here's another trivia question, ahead. Go ahead. guys? When was the last time the Redskins actually won a game? <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> that's, that's that's a good question. I don't know, but if, um, if you find yourself in the Greater Washington area and you're you're feeling a little bit sleepy, you can pull into any of the one of the nine Comfort Inns surrounding the Greater Washington Metro area. That's Comfort Inn at ComfortInn.com.
0: Dude, why are you giving them a that commercial?
1: Was like a, that was almost like a real commercial.
0: Yeah, why did you give the them first? a commercial, man? What? Why did you give them a commercial? I have no idea. <laughs>
1: well, we, we actually have no affiliation with Comfort ComfortIn, nor did they ask us to do that. So, uh,
0: In fact, you know, dude, you know, we, in we fact, might even
1: cut that from the final product before this.
0: <laughs> I got to point one thing out, dudes. I stayed at the Comfort Inn, and they refused to give me an extra pillow. The dude at the desk told me they were... He told me they were out. Uh, Did they
1: give you an explanation?
0: Yeah, they were out.
1: You know why, dude? Because they knew you were going to sleep with it between your knees. They didn't want that pillow down there.
0: They said they were out. (laughs) This was on Sunday night. There was only like five people at the whole hotel, and they told me they were out of pillows.
1: (laughs) Speaking of of that, Josh, um, are we going to give uh, Game Balls this week?
0: Oh, yeah, we have to. Crank it up. Quit, man. (laughs) I you
1: think we should. Oh, Lord. Yeah, uh, okay. I guess we should. Go ahead, go ahead John. Go ahead. Um, I'm I'm not gonna go with the obvious ones. Um, you know what? It kind of pains me to do this because I'm not a big fan of his, but I'm really hoping that that the power of the game ball from John of Harry Hog Football will help him to continue riding his ways. And my game ball goes to Derek Frost for pulling through his adversity in the first quarter and having a really good game for the rest for the uh, the following three quarters he can continue it on the punting game is going to be in a lot better shape and the kickoff game because he was doing much better with both for the most part
0: yeah he was that second half he was getting them all down to the one and they got a punt yeah. inside the four yard line don't forget it was like the two or something yeah
1: I think it was the two and his kickoffs were getting longer I mean it was, it, not bad not bad I mean, let's keep our fingers crossed okay. well, let's see. I've got I got two game balls uh, one is a real one and one's a silly one my silly one, <laughs> my silly game ball goes to uh, Joe Salvea because um, he did, oh, yes, cock his leg again this week. And uh, if you didn't catch that, it was really quick. But they flashed over to him, and he was dancing on one leg with his other leg cocked. Um, <laughs> so uh,
0: I thought that was so that that did and Lane. I'm
1: going to give one to... Um, to Marcus Washington, because you know I felt like he he did come up with a lot of big hits and, and some some nice big plays i mean as far as uh, as far as linebackers go and, and all of that uh, you know you'd find him way downfield sticking with a guy, especially the tight ends and you know and making some of those some of those bigger plays so I'll give one to big number fifty three yeah, his motor never stopped running that's, that's a good one. I almost gave it to him yep
0: i 'm going to give mine to uh, Randall L. Um, for both punt returns and he seemed like the only receiver that was very active. To me, yeah, I guess Moss. Well,
1: Santana Moss too, but
0: he caught a few. But that one down the field where he got pushed out of bounds and came back in and made the catch, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, At least from where I was sitting, it could have looked standard to you guys, but um, and
1: uh, his. his the game, actually, Aaron. He had two rushes for seven yards, five receptions for 34, and three punt returns for 28 yards.
0: Okay, cool. Right. So. And my other one goes to, and this is real quick because we're running long. My other one goes to Joe Bugle because I saw him on whatever news channel the next day, and he was talking about um, he was like, he was all pissed off. He was like, we cannot let people come into our backyard, and then we just, and he like held his hand up to his throat, like, choke. <laughs> in front of ninety thousand people that are screaming for us, and he was like all pissed off. So Here, here's
1: all I gotta say about Joe Bugle. Imagine him speaking with a um, drunken British accent and hanging out with Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like one of those guys. <laughs> he looks like he just came off the Stones' last tour and came back to uh, continue coaching in Washington.
0: Yeah, he was like he was like the guitar tech. <laughs> um,
1: all right, dude. <laughs> all right, dudes. Real quick, exactly,
0: real quick, dude. real quick. Every real quick.
1: time I see him, I'm like, man, dude. And you know, he and Mick were in the bar last
0: night, dudes. <laughs> dudes, stop messing around. We're running long on this one. I gotta all say, right, you right, gotta right. say something about the Dallas game. First of all, Dallas sucks. They're coming up next week. Dallas sucks. They're gonna be pumped because they want revenge. Um, and I'm a little worried about the game because they're going to want revenge. We're coming in there with, um, off of a loss of a game we thought we should have won. And, uh... So were they? Oh, I don't know. Jacksonville's supposed to be good this year, though.
1: And, uh, uh, you know, I did... Did you guys watch that Dallas game?
0: I yeah, saw the end yeah. of it over at, uh, yeah. house. Tio pulled, exactly.
1: pl- pulled in a touchdown. So he's all pumped up. You know, he thinks he's Mr. Macho again. Um...
0: They know our cornerbacks suck right now, but so do theirs.
1: They're horrible. And right now, as of, as of this broadcast recording, um, Sean Springs is listed as doubtful still. Um, and, I mean, you know, I just can't see Kenny Wright giving up less than two touchdowns to T.O.
0: I know. And hey. I, I think that was part of the problem last week with the defense. They couldn't bring all the heat because they had the safeties back to try to help in coverage, not that they did too well. But that's what's going on
1: hey uh, that was, just, that, was just, that was the theory not to uh, not to cut in here and I know we're running a little bit long but we had two people that were that came into the chat room tonight we put up on the uh, on the uh, website you know come onto the chat room um, one of them was tragic sorrow was only in there for a little bit um, and uh, and looking down and seeing that responded and then tragic sorrow left so tragic sorrow if you're listening come back in next week and and talk uh sorry didn't see you in time um and uh good old danny is on there right now so uh
0: ask, ask him, him something Yep. ask him what he wants to know dude
1: <laughs> danny what you want to know
0: here i'll pause the recording all right hold on it's not pausing
1: We're crying out loud <laughs> hey, danny uh danny was on and just said hey hello hello anyone there
0: and we weren't paying attention. And, uh, I was
1: out on the screen porch, so I didn't see him. And now Danny's gone. So you know, we'll we'll try this. We'll try to make sure uh, we get up the the post about what time we're going to do this a little bit earlier next week, so people can log in.
0: Okay. And definitely this week, if you see a Cowboys fan, joke them and give joke us
1: a, absolutely.
0: Give us an email at RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball dot com. Some comments of, of the upcoming Dallas game, maybe. And your uh, concerns and what you think is going to happen and uh, stuff of that nature. And we'll talk about it next week. Um, the game is the the Sunday night 8 o'clock game, I believe. So, um, Yep.
1: NBC, I believe, is the carrier of that. NBC in the really bright colors.
0: So plan accordingly. Just
1: like they used to be. <laughs>
0: and uh, hail to the Redskins.
1: Hail to the Redskins. Punch the- they can talk to you.
0: Because we're all in one, we gotta get tough. Because we're playing Dallas. Get!